Welcome back to Behind Design with Rachel Pesso. I am so excited to have Bailey on today. Bailey Fruman, we have known each other for years. <laughs> Literally, the best story that we're going to dive into today is just really how we met and all the magic that has happened. But Bailey, I would love for you to introduce yourself and welcome. Just so excited to have you on here today. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking, I think it's been a good 10 years. Mm -hmm. This is possible. It's been a good 10 It has to have been. Yeah. Because yeah, I've been in business almost 11. So yeah, yeah I think we're there. We're there. Um, so yeah. Formally, I am Bailey Freeman. I'm a psychotherapist. I'm an author. I own a coaching company called MindRise. My book is called Own Your Power. And really, it's about leadership psychology. That's the zone with which I work, right? And we're all achieving. We're all a path, but is your path yours? Love that. Um, and I think it's important to check in on. Yeah. You, you have accomplished so many things since we worked together. So I'm just excited to go back and then come back forward. So let's go back to when we first met. So I want to make this super clear because first of all, we met at a retreat back in October, 2013, and it was in California. We were honestly babies in our businesses and careers. Definitely didn't even know how to do what I'm doing today. We were there to build our own businesses and whatnot, and we just had a, a great connection. And so Bailey ended up being my first website client ever in my business, which is like so weird to even say because it feels like it really does feel like almost a lifetime ago at this point because so much has gone on. But I want to dive into where you were back then when we first started working on your brand and just what was going on for you. Absolutely. And yeah, I can't attribute like the, gosh, this is a trip down memory lane because I can't attribute the last decade of success to anyone but you. Mm. And the reason I, no, but seriously, because I remember, so going back then, we were at this retreat in Sonola. No one was there because they knew anybody else. No one knew each other. No one we knew just each other. saw <laughs> some way. We converged in this space and I remember making a commitment to myself that I was going to take the leap from that traditional psychotherapy model and into coaching. And to your point, I didn't, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I didn't know half of the things that I do know now, but I was like, okay, giddy up. And I <laughs> made this commitment and I like gently raised my hand. I was like, I need a website. I heard it's a thing, right? It's like, <laughs> heard about the internet. I heard I need a website. <laughs> Could anybody help me? And you immediately, it was like, not only were you a ray of sunshine, of like kindness and openness and curiosity, but I was like, she's here to hear me Aww. and take my idea and bring it to life. I love that. And that was huge. To put yourself out there, but then have somebody back you up and believe in you, that's huge. That's everything. And you were doing the same for me. Honestly, I felt like a major fraud at that retreat because I was, I'm building brands online, but I've only built my own. <laughs> and <laughs> truly, no one really even knew that. But I had honestly, literally have only designed my own website going into that retreat, knowing that I was going to be offering these services. Like I was obviously fully capable of doing it. I just hadn't really had the clients, right? I had gone there to dive deeper into myself and creating a business. And honestly, it was such an organic 
It was such an organic space. I don't even think while we were there, it wasn't like I didn't go there being like, I'm going to get business from this. It was really like we were all there to learn. We were also like, I don't even think what we went there for is what we came back with. We were like totally transformed. It was a pretty epic retreat. Like almost every person that th that was there was like so amazing. I just love that we have that connection. And honestly, I don't know if my business would be where I am without you trusting in me. So we have that connection and it's been amazing. And we've been through multiple journeys with your brand, even from that starting point. And I think that's a really big topic on this podcast is really a brand evolution. And like we all know that where we start is obviously not where we end up. And so all the pieces, though, when it comes to building your brand all add up to where we end up. I'd love to understand how you felt about your brand in those early stages. Because I know for many, like going and creating a website or creating something that's so connected to who you were. And at that time, think about it was like everything. It was like the biggest thing you could possibly do was diving in to create your brand so you could then sell it and share with others. And I love how you're phrasing it as a brand journey, because okay. if anyone's listening who's well-established, they know exactly what we're talking about. And anybody who's listening who is at the very beginning stages of their journey, this is the thing that I wish someone whispered in my ear, your ear, like what we were yeah. back then, in the sense of this is the first iteration. Yeah. So now, we didn't forward, know that. One of the <laughs> we did not no, know. We did no, not like, know that. Right. <laughs> that's one of the things that so now one of the divisions of our company is to teach people how to become coaches so we've got this whole coach training program and one of the sections of it is like what's your brand what's your brand how do you talk about it how do you build it and that is the thing that comes out of my mouth every time when we enter that part of the program is this is just a first draft and you have to build it anticipating that you are going to want to change it in, a, in six months, in a year, yeah. you're going to get to a point where you might even like, you built it and you're like, ah. and then you look <laughs> at it and you're like, that's wrong. This would, I would change it. It's, but it has to be a reflection of where you're at right now. It does. And it marked for me, mine was from the yeah. photo shoot to the colors we used to the fonts we chose. You can't know what it's like to be 10 years into business when you're just starting out. Exactly. Who you, are, who you are right now is different than who you're going to become. And that's okay. Totally. And I think I love that you brought that up because it's super important to help everybody listening know that even like in the early stages of my business, the earliest stages of your business, when we created our actual websites, which at the time we didn't even think were our like brands, it was like, oh my God, I need to get this website up. It wasn't like, who do I want to be? And then obviously working with me, I helped you think about some of those items and we started to really pull out those pieces in your website that then becomes your brand. And I think I think the process that we went through during that time might have been a lot <laughs> because we were both learning. It was literally like, I think I was like, I need this to be the best website I ever do. This is going to make my whole career. And I'm sure you were thinking <laughs> probably very similar. Oh, absolutely. And you're 100% right. We were both babies and therefore maybe we, I don't know, I can't say we put a lot of pressure into it because I, I think that just as much as we had such big ambitions 
We also didn't know what we didn't know. So we were able to also add play. Yeah. So it was pressure implied. It yeah. really was. Like it was super <laughs> fun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure for your launch, I'm pretty sure for your launch, we had the whole champagne. Like we went on some sort of live if we were doing, I don't think we were doing lives back then, but I think we did some sort of, we were on, we were live together having champagne launching, <laughs> launching your site. I, I know it's like, it feels so long ago. It's like, <laughs> but you're right. We we were putting together a website. And as we were doing that, I think we both didn't realize what we didn't realize. And it was that we were building a brand and a brand personality, right? Which very much evolves into this archetype yeah. of who we are in, in what we're putting out into the world and that iteration. Yeah. And, and we've had so many iterations since then. And even now, now I own a company called Mind Rise because what I realized in my brand journey was that it grew bigger than just me. Yeah. And so therefore, the whole boat had to change. Yeah. What is this brand personality? But had I not had Design 101, there's no way my guys could be what it is today. Yeah. Absolutely no way. Yeah. That's exciting to hear. Rachel, <laughs> That confidence piece. Yeah. Tell me more. Are, tell you- me more about that. Cause I think it's important to highlight this for the people listening in the sense of a lot of the times people build a brand and a website because like they think, okay, I, I obviously need it to sell my services, but it also does something in your mind and for you as a person and you know what you're putting out there. So I'd love to hear your perspective on how did it give you confidence? And I want to also pinpoint that it's an evolution of confidence, right? Yeah. Because we can't roll out like Beyonce. That That's just <laughs> my, like, okay, I'm going to channel my inner Beyonce. But the truth is when we're starting anything, we roll out with a pick me vibe, right? We roll out like it is a gym class and you just want to be picked for the kickball team. Yep. And therefore, sometimes that energy does come out in the very beginning of putting together a website. We, we want to say the right thing. We want to pick mm. the right color. And we. I think the thing you have to get really clear on is who are you? And that's why when it comes to brand confidence and even going on this initial journey with you, had I been on my own on this one, I still probably wouldn't have a website. <laughs> but it's about that back and forth of the design process where you have to declare who you are so that somebody else can mirror it in building a design. It's very important. And there, yeah. So in many ways, this is probably me putting on my therapist hat. It's therapy. Yeah. Because you have to own your shit. And if you're not comfortable in who you are, guess what? You are going to have this wishy-washy, which I'm sure you could speak more to, conversation with your designer where you're like, it's like being at a diner. Oh, okay, I'll have the scrambled eggs. And then the waitress <laughs> Right up, and you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna have blueberry pie, and then she's like, okay, coming right up, and then no, it's a gyro for sure, it's a gyro. <laughs> like, okay, coming right up. Like, if you don't know who you are, but you also have to, I don't want to say lower your expectations, but let's just go a little expectation management when it comes yeah. to confidence. Don't expect yourself to feel like Beyonce. That's BS. Right. right? You're evolving into your identity, so. You have to be authentic. You'll get to Beyonce, but you're only going to get to Beyonce 
if you are authentic and you start to know who you are. I love that. It's such a solid point because the truth is we always ask clients like, who are you? What do you want people to know about you? And But when we start to go into the visual end of things, what color do you like? What do you want it to feel like? How do you want people to feel when they interact with your brand? It's They're like, wait, I know the answer to the other questions, but I'm not, I don't know about that. So it's like the diner scene where they're like, wait, I like this color, but I also like this one. And it's, wait, no, we need to like reel this in and make sure that we're focusing on the right things like values and who's your ideal client. And I always focus on the emotions because I think if we focus on how we want people to feel when they interact with our brands, then we can actually create a visual brand that was connected to that and one that you're connected to as the person building the brand. So I think like, it, it's all connected when it comes to really going from building the brand to feeling confident. And I think obviously I can only speak for myself, but I've seen the trans transformation with some of my clients where it's, they come to me not really knowing and saying, I don't really know. But then when I give them the options and I say this one or this one, and I think that's, that is the, I think that's really the big piece when it comes to having somebody support you and help you when you're going through this process. Cause when it's you, I'm sure we all can relate to this. Like when you're at home by yourself and you're doing God knows what, let's say you're redoing a room in your house and you're like, I don't know if I want this or this. Like we could all do that a million times and not like it takes me forever to choose a painting to put on the wall in my house. Literally can't do it. (laughs) But if I had a friend there or an expert being like, hey, this matches your aesthetic and what's what you want to do. It's a lot easier to lean into what you really want. And we always get in our own way anyway. So (laughs) Right. Like you're saying, having that guide to be a mirror for you, to ask you the questions. Truth is, you don't have to have it all figured out when you're stepping, taking those initial steps into the road of the design process. Exactly. But, and I just want to say, we hit the lottery from the very start, but finding a designer is, it's dating, Mm -hmm. right? Not the first person's not necessarily going to be a match. Yeah. So I think that part of the process that you've taught me is getting to know that person so that you can see, are we going to, there is sounding cheesy, vibe. Yeah. Will this person get me? Yeah. So that we can have flow and have that creative design process and really be able to trust that path. Yeah. I think that's really important as well, because obviously very well, and I do as well, which is just when we hire different people, even though they're experts, some of them are probably the best, the best experts out there. But if you don't have an energetic connection, and this is where I really believe energy is such a big part of this process and building brands. If you don't have that connection or you don't feel like I always say, if you don't like a designer's work, if you can't look at their website or find pieces in their portfolio that you actually like, the chance of them being the right one for you to me, like, probably aren't high. Like you want to like their websites. You want to like the work that they do. You want to actually like them as a person. These are all important things. It's not the same. I think people use the term sometimes like they say like surgeons or like really have no personality and they're like, they don't have to have good personality. They just need to like be the best at their job. This is a case where I don't think you would use that same, (laughs) right? Like you just wouldn't because it's not the same. You are going to be talking to me a lot. We're going to be going deep into things that like you probably, like we have vulnerabilities and blocks when it comes to creating stuff for ourselves because it's a protection mechanism. (laughs) But I think in general, it's so important to just really hone in and choose the right one. I want to switch uh, a little bit and ask you, 
after creating your brand, one of the big things people don't always understand is like, why do I need to focus on building a brand or a website? So what is the impact that you found like having the website and building this brand? You, we can talk about then, but also now, because I think obviously with your expertise now, you probably have a bit of a different perspective, but even like from earlier stage till now, I'd love to know what the impact was for, for you and on, on others. Truthfully, it was clarity and confidence. So I'm go back to that confidence piece in the sense that just as you were starting out at that moment with a, a business, and I was starting out in the moment with that business, is that I wanted not only for people to be clear when they landed on the website that I could help them or here's what she does so that they could discern like, is that for me or is that not for me? But it was also that space of building something that I could grow into, mm. right? Building and having that website so that when I did a speaking gig or a workshop, they could confidently send them there. And almost as if like I was walking the, welcoming them into my home. The website would look like what it would look like to be at my house. Yeah. And that felt really good. I remember you and I mapping out in advance the inspiration board. And I can't say enough about, it is crazy that I was technically your first client because you walked me through a process that I felt really clear on. Mm. And I remember us making the, those inspiration boards. I think I still have it on my Pinterest. Yeah. And setting ourselves up for the photo shoot. And I knew what kind of photos that I needed in the photo shoot because you and I prepped in advance. So when I did open up my first website, and again, don't know what you don't know, I did feel so confident being like, yep, this is what it looks like to have a cup of coffee with me. Where this yeah. is what it looks like at the beach because these were all things that were they weren't manufactured. Right, they it, were very and real. Your photos were so great, and yeah, I'm planning on potentially sharing stuff on YouTube about some of these episodes, more details, so we could actually show people some of your past images and everything because I think it, it's fascinating. And even now, if we looked at it, sure, there'd be some stuff that you and I would both literally cringe over. That's again, just evolution. But they're like, it showed how clear you actually were on who you were and the type of brand you were putting out there. We don't always feel it, but other people can. And I think that is just the magic in that was so great. I think, did you notice an impact that it had on the people you were working with? Because I think that's the other part. Like a lot of the times our brands are truly for us. <laughs> They're for us because it's the way that we can then step into our brand and, and go into sales and marketing and helping people, you know, like all those pieces. But a lot of the times it's, it is like going back to your clarity and confidence piece. But so what did you notice from an impact perspective on others? Did other people react to your brand in a way that that helped your business? And I'm always asking that question. <laughs> Yeah, without without even thinking about it, of course, Rach, like I got the oohs and ahs about the the website when it came out. I remember that because I was like, so it was the unveiling of an entire new company, yeah. an entire new identity. I'm like, here's what we made, everybody. <laughs> what we made, right? The thing that's sticking for me, though, is that the right people showed up mm -hmm. because the right people showed up because it's almost the analogy of you've got a restaurant and you sell tacos. Guess what? Put a sign outside that says tacos. Don't just like, put a sandwich board out there with a piece of pizza on it. And then people come inside and say, where's my pizza? And you're like, this, we sell tacos. Right. <laughs> right. People show up because we were really very clear about, hey, this is what's happening here. And yeah. that was 
because it's marketing. Marketing can either feel like you're shouting from a rooftop or you're, you're handing out invitations to a party. Mm-hmm. But when somebody arrives and they get the experience that they anticipated and you get the c- customer or the client that you anticipated, that's a sweet spot. Yeah. For sure. I love so that. So it's coma. I love that. It's, it was an odd and I felt really proud of myself, but it really was that the right customer showed up. Yeah. And that to me also leans into the impact you can have on that person because of your brand. Shifting from website into your brand and how it's evolved. I'd love for you to share with people like that was obviously a personal brand that we created. And now you've shifted into having a brand that isn't just you. What are the challenges that you face on that end when you went into building it and just like the things that people obviously could resonate with when it comes to going from that transition because so many people come to me with that question which is should I build my brand around my name or should it be my business and there's a whole strategic background on that but I'd love to hear I'd love for you to share your experience with it sure from my personal experience and when we have uh, students in the coach training program I always tell them, if you don't acquire your domain, your name in your domain, like acquire it. Even if you're directing them to a a wildflowersociety.com, get your name. So that's coming from this lens of having walked down that road. I'm sure as a designer and a strategist, you have your own lens on it. So I can only speak from the path that I've taken. I think knowing yourself is what really helped me to know what I needed to build as a bigger boat. That's just always how I referred to it. I built a boat that I could handle. Mm. I mean, again, me and my analogies, but it's almost like sailing. It's easier when you are just starting out. It is easier. It's more authentic to build something that you can sail yourself. I might've had the cash to buy a yacht, but I would have had no business buying a yacht. From the outset, branding yourself is really step one. And it's funny, Rach, because full circle, I branded myself. I then built a bigger boat, right? When I was ready, I built MindRise. I now have an entity that includes me. Mm-hmm. And now full circle, as I'm working on my third book, guess what we're talking about? Your personal brand. Brand. <laughs> brand. My personal brand. My my book Sherpa, that's what I call her. She's <laughs> on me about my personal social media. And I was like, damn it. I've just been working my butt off on mine right in this personal social media. Now I'm personal. So I can only speak to the path that I've been on, but you don't build your personal brand first. I think whenever you build second, it doesn't matter as much because it's always going to end up being a reflection of you. Yeah, I agree. Especially if you're building an authentic brand and really honing into the feelings, the emotions, and like tying it to that, to something that's bigger than just like, all right, we're pushing out a brand that isn't really grounded and connected to ourselves. Because I think a lot of the times people, there's a very big debate, I think, in the online space about this, like building your personal brand and building a brand that's like a big, for a bigger company and like the differences. And, And for me, it's all in the same, because if we're building on emotions, if we're building on brand concepts and values and ideal clients, it's all the same because at the end of the day, the person that's sitting behind and saying, I'm thinking about this whole company, 
they're the person. They're the person that we're building the brand off of and or people. It's often sometimes a group of people. So I think but it's the process is exactly the same for me as a designer. And I think I think for the clients, if you have a certain process, it would feel exactly the same. And I think the power of it all is to know that as you continue to go through your own evolution, I do think there's a huge swing right now. It was like early stage, everyone was building personal brands. Then it shifted. Like people were like, let me use a different name because I don't want to be part of my business. But everyone was like, hey, we don't love, we need to have personalization and relatability. So guess what that means? Bringing the personal back into it. So it's, it always creeps back in to your point. And now I'm so excited to hear about your upcoming book and tell everybody what your, yeah, what's next for you and MindRise. Absolutely. It's funny that you talk about that path though, Rachel, because yeah, at that point when you and I were building the business, and the photos were very reflective at the time. It was me and my husband and we had two dogs. And mm. there I was with seemingly so busy, but I had all the time in the world. I now know because I'm now a parent where you don't have all the time in the world. <laughs> and I built it for, for who I was, what I had the capacity for at that time. And it's evolved into Mind Rise and it grew. And I remember as we're talking about this now, it just came back to me. I remember we had that conversation of whether or not we were going to build it as a personal brand or we were going to build it as a name. And I remember, I, can't, I don't know if you remember, that the name that I was playing with was Life Love Roadmap. I'd yes, I do remember URL. that. And then I think you and pretty much everybody else kept saying to me, love life roadmap. And it's a life love roadmap. And it just became such a marble mouth situation <laughs> that we were like, forget it. Yeah. We're going with baileyfreeman.com. If you can't say it, then it can't, then other people can't say it either. Like it's, and I definitely struggle with saying certain things. So I can definitely attest sometimes if I can't say it, I'll still think about it. But I swear it's so many people come up against that one. I have another client right now who's going through like this, let me name my podcast. And it's the same thing. And she's on the 19th name. And I'm just like, this needs to be simplified because people really need simplification when it comes to that stuff. And I'm not a naming expert. So I wouldn't really... I don't have a ton to say about it, but I do know people. And if you can't say it, then they can't type it. And then no one will know it. <laughs> That's right, it. Exactly. In fact, <laughs> speaking about the URLs before, I have acquired both my name as well as the misspelling of my name mm-hmm. in my URLs. I'm like, forget it. We just need to cut out confusion altogether. But going back to what I said, like we built the brand for the version of me, Bailey 1.0 brand 1.0. And then it evolved. And to your point of the trend, it almost feels like that, okay, then it grew bigger than me. And I knew, especially upon, you know, planning to have a family that I would need to take some time where I stepped away from the business. So there would have to be other faces of my business. And and my marriage just grew. We went from just one-on-one coaching to coaching and coach training and retreats. And there was just, and then books and podcasts. So it needed a bigger umbrella. And here we are on this side of things where, yeah, the emphasis is more on my personal brand. And I happen to own mine rights, but I am not. Right. So it's an, it's now evolved to an and both situation where you are getting such a personal touch. Mm-hmm. And it's reflective of where I'm at right now. I am a solo mom, but I don't 
my brand isn't, here's what to do as a single parent, or here's, I'm not a mom brand. I'm not going to teach you shit about making a cupcake that looks like Elmo. That's not happening here. We're still a brand for leadership psychology. And, and I'm a parent and I prioritize my life, my business, and what I do based on an and both. I'm not giving myself away to the brand, to the business. I can run a business and I can have a life. Yes. And sometimes they're going to overlap. One informs the other. But I think that when you are first starting off on anything, that was my baby before Phoebe was my baby. Hands down. I've known my business longer than I've known that kid. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) you, You go through these own personal iterations of yourself and it should be reflective in your brand. But it doesn't have to be identical just because you're a parent doesn't mean like that you've got to be living and breathing diaper changing techniques. Of course. It doesn't have to be that, but it's how your brand, or at least for me, it's how your brand comes through where you're at right now. Yeah, that's, that was a great, that was a great closing statement to my question. I, I think, listen, you're brilliant. You, your next version of, you that you're going to be putting out there is going to be amazing. And I can't wait to see it. Thank you for this. So I want to close with one last question. If you had to choose one word to describe your brand today, what would it be? Oh, such a good question. It's so funny because I was like, what's the opposite word of burnt out? And it's flourishing. Mm-hmm. And I know that's one of the we shared with you is the burnout quiz. because. In many ways, like it's a large part of where we learn to rebirth or renew, to flourish again is to understand if we're burnt out, we're burnt out. And I could definitely say that I had that experience in the pandemic. And now if you ask me for one word, it's flourishing. I love that. And I'm sure so many people can resonate with that after going through the pandemic and just everything. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. It was so valuable. I loved all your analogies. I think people are going to get a great laugh over that. (laughs) If people want to reach out to you, what is the best place for them to connect with you um, right now and hear all the updates on what's coming next? Absolutely. So yes, you can find me on Instagram, both my personal brands, Bailey Furman and at the mind rise. You can find us there. We're also at themindrise.com. And I know you're going to include some links and stuff in the... No notes. So yeah, pop over, say hello, make sure that you take the burnout quiz so you can figure out whether or not you're burnt out and what to do about it. And if you haven't already built your brand with Rachel Pesso, then I don't know what you're waiting for. I can't thank you enough for this conversation. I'm so excited to share it with others. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could download, follow, and leave me a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred platform. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And remember, the best way to create a brand you love is to be yourself.